0: Thank sure. sure.
1: Oh, dear, how so sweet. oh, hello everybody and welcome to oh, what is that a Letter for me. Oh, wow. I wonder who that could be from Let me open it up real quick to watch Club from Violet Evergarden It's a letter Oh, it's just my introduction hello everybody and welcome to what do you say anime <laughs> i am your host peter and on today's oh, yeah. episode of watch club we are watching the 2018 episode or the show of violet Evergard. join me today first from watch club cat cat how's it going
2: uh we just got a letter we just
3: got a letter <laughs> we just got a letter i
2: wonder who it's from fuck you for that fucking pun
3: God. I love it. All right, I'm glad
1: we remembered the 2 minute rule of not swearing. Joining us today as well is Happy. Happy, how's it going?
0: Uh um man, I forgot my opening bit. Hold on. Give me a sec. All
1: right. Joining us today as well is Johnny. <laughs> Johnny, how's it going?
4: It's honestly great. pretty unbrand happy. Sorry, Johnny.
3: Go. <laughs> yeah. yeah it, is. It, it was going great until you started with that cuz like he, he didn't tell us he was going to do that. So uh yeah, we're all just as a surprise. All
1: right, and Happy, you <sighs> you,
0: you got you got your intro ready? I, I remember now, yeah. Um. So what I was going to say was, uh, you know, this show made me sad, but uh, now Baka made me sadder. Wow. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> 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 there we <sorry>, go. That, <laughs>
1: that came out. No, that one, no that
5: that's came... a fair one. That was all fair right, idea. and our
1: first modder for tonight is Miles. Miles, how's it going?
4: It's going wonderful. In 2006, the eclectic band, Cute is What We aim For. Uh, wrote in their song curse of curves um i want someone who's provocative and talkative but it's so hard when you're shallow as a shower wow and who knew they were speaking of the 2018 anime violet
1: evergarden okay you know what i got the gift of one-liners and miles you have the curse of curves and thank you (laughs) and our second moderator is pat (laughs) pat how's it going
5: uh yeah hello everyone uh I, I'm excited to talk about uh one of my favorite shows of all time so uh, so yeah if we uh if we're all good to go uh, I think uh, we can just start with our usual uh, introductions it's uh spoiler free our first impressions how we heard about this show uh what we expected going in what we lo- thought about the first few episodes uh anything else you think is worth mentioning uh, we're just gonna go straight down the list so we'll start with miles why don't you start us off
4: yeah, absolutely so um I had. Uh, seen this on, like, Netflix scrolling through. Um, What I knew about it going in was that um, you liked it a lot, uh, that it's like a sort of like a melodramatic type of show, that it's uh, very gorgeous animation, atmospheric music, just sort of the whole um, atmospheric package uh, put together. Um, And through the first four episodes, I would say that the show uh, absolutely delivered on that. Um, And that you know it's pretty much as advertised i would say
5: um early on yeah okay fair enough so and would you recommend this show
4: y- yeah oh uh, yeah i'd recommend i yeah i think i think so it's definitely worth watching watch it watch all the shows we watch
5: they're all worth it <laughs> all right <laughs> there you go <laughs> yeah well almost all of them uh, So, and speaking of almost all of them cat um <laughs> i'm sorry buddy. you're gonna uh, drop that home you're gonna drop that cat <laughs> i'm sorry uh go ahead and give us your first impression. no you're not uh, i know that no i am sorry but, but so, the thing is we're, we're gonna have a new butt of the joke next week i think so don't worry It just, just go ahead don't worry it, it, this is the last week hopefully anyway, of, of these jokes
2: so uh my first imp- so i've really had heard of uh of violet evergarden from you guys and from uh Some other podcasts, but uh, I never really watched it because I didn't feel like it. And then, like, I figured, I guess it's finally time to see what the hype is about. So I sat down and watched it. And honestly, I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, I think I cried like eight times during the show. And it takes a lot. Like, it takes really, really good story and like character growth for me to cry during a show. So, uh, the fact that I did means that it was a damn good show. And, uh, I would definitely recommend it just not as like a starter, like melodramatic show, because it's, because a lot of other melodramas won't be able to touch how, like how good this show is in like in the anime medium.
5: That's fair. Yeah. So, uh, don't don't start with this because it'll ruin everything else for you. I like that take. I like that a lot. Uh, Happy, what about you? What have you got for first impressions?
0: So I'd heard of this show here and there through other podcasts, but all I really knew about it was about that. It was about like a girl who wrote letters and I thought she was a robot at first, but i apparently not. Sorry. Spoilers. But That's um, not
2: spoiler. don't worry.
0: Uh, so, okay. Thank you. Um, so I watched it over like three days and what i would say is if you liked princess Principal, but didn't really like the action part of it watch this anime or in fact just go watch it because it's fantastic
5: yeah there we go happy like the show let's go that's that's progress uh if happy liked the show then most people would probably like the show johnny what about you what have you got all right
3: so uh i uh heard about this show uh quite a few years ago it was like but, like, I heard it's like it was, like, one of those, like, sad shows, you know, the ones that make you cry like a little bitch. So, yeah, so, uh, part of the reason why I didn't watch it when I first heard about it was at that time I watched a lot of other sad shows. I was like, okay, I need a break from this. I'm gonna go insane. So, I waited, like, uh, about a year afterwards. I, I saw it on Netflix. I was like, oh, yeah, I got the show I needed to watch. I should probably go and watch it. And, uh, yeah, it was, a uh, it was an amazing experience, honestly. It was... The animation is probably the best animation I've ever seen in uh, an anime, not counting movies. And uh, yeah, I would absolutely recommend the show unless you uh, don't like crying. (laughs) I don't think of us
5: particularly like crying, but uh, if you don't like the emotional response that that this show might cause you to have, I think maybe that's it. If
3: if you don't have emotions, then, uh, well, I don't know what to tell you.
5: Yeah, fair enough. All right, Pete, what about you? What have you got?
3: Yeah, so first
1: impressions, especially the first two episodes, nothing really happened. And I loved every second of it where we just we started to get like a background, um, a little bit of violet, what the story is going to be about, like what the journey I think is going to happen. And I'm really glad that I jumped on this train because I've been avoiding this show for a long time because it, I just heard it's like it's sad. I avoid sad shows. I know it's, like, stunning visually and all this stuff, but there's so many elements to this show that I loved, and I would absolutely recommend it to anybody. I do think you need to be in, like, a good mindset. I think if you are, like, an, emotionally per- like an emotional person, I think if you're in a bad mindset, I think the show could hit really hard for you. I think there's some elements to the show that hits hard for certain people, especially me in one specific episode. So I, I, if you're in, like, a good spot, I think this is a great show to watch. Kind of like what Kat said as well. I don't think this is a starter anime. For like melodrama and that type of stuff but man this show was incredible and I'm glad we watched it.
5: I can agree. Um and for me uh I remember I just found it one night when I was sitting there uh, just looking for an anime to watch and I said, "Oh, this looks pretty. I'll I'll try it out." Uh started watching it I think at like 10:30 or so at night and then suddenly it was like 4:45 in the morning and I was finishing episode 13 and I was uh f- bawling my eyes out and uh you know I, I love melodrama i love historical fiction which this is similar it's not exactly historical fiction but i think uh it, it's meant to resemble a, a europe in world war one and i think that that's a really fascinating time period and i think they captured that um that environment or that 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 time period extremely well in this show um I, I felt immediately attached to all the characters and yeah, this is, uh, we'll, we'll talk more about it uh, throughout the episode, but this, this is like probably one of the most stunning shows I've ever seen in my life. Like there's just nothing, there's almost nothing that compares to it. Even, even movies struggle to compare to Violet in terms of animation and in my opinion, at least so. Uh, so yeah, I guess we can get, uh, get right into this. First off, uh, spoilers going forward for the show. Um, It's not a super spoiler heavy show, I don't think personally. Like, I mean, I I don't think that there's that many surprising endings to story arcs. If that makes sense, it's more just there certainly are not. No, no. Um. Okay. Thanks, Miles. That was anytime. Yeah. Um. But like, you know, it's still uh a show that I, I I cannot insist enough that you experience for yourself on your own for the first time because uh. It's just it. It's cathartic, almost. Like I, I really, I, I adore it. But yeah. So, uh, I guess the first thing we can discuss is Violet's character and her over uh, her overall arc as a character throughout the various uh, letters or people that she interacts with uh, throughout that uh, again the the season uh, of the anime that we watch. So, does anyone want to start us off there?
1: I think Violet should
4: start. Uh, really? Okay. So.
5: Uh, spoiler alert
4: i'm the one person who i'm just gonna come out and say i hate violet not the show violet herself i think she's a trash character i think that i i don't feel bad for her i don't empathize with her um i think her arc is dumb i think she's dumb and i think the show would be better if it was called anything but violet evergarden and just focused on all the actual good characters um I don't, I I don't, I didn't want to start us off because like, I I don't know, you know, I, I don't like Violet, but, um, so Violet is this girl. Um, she comes from somewhere and for some reason, she is a, uh, ninja, uh, soldier, murder, assassin, feral child. Um, she is picked up on a boat where she proceeds to murder most of the crew. Um, and then eventually she is put under the care of a major. Uh, this major is a kind man and despite her being a murder child, tries to raise her correctly and teach her to read and give her a purpose in life. Um, Violet, because of some reason that is literally never made apparent, um, only likes following orders and doesn't really have her own initiative and stuff and sort of relies on the major in a unhealthy way, but a necessary way for where she is in her life and improving upon that is sort of the, the point of the, the anime or at least Violet's part of it. Um, They go to war, the major dies um, in the ultimate, the final battle, uh, you know, to sort of like end the war for the, for the most part, there's some uh, ongoing skirmishes that happen later in the series, but you know, mostly like their brigade or whatever, Like Uh, the Battle
5: of Berlin. Yeah,
4: you know, takes like a important cathedral that's on top of a hill, and that basically wins them the war. Um, He dies in that. He saves her life, or he allegedly dies in it. Um, He saves her life. Um, She then sort of starts her life as a civilian, which is hard for her because she only likes following orders, and civilians don't get ordered around a lot. Um, She becomes an auto memories doll. This is someone who like writes letters for people to like help convey their emotions for people who can't uh write themselves. So if you wanted to, you know, say like write a love letter to someone, but you can't write down your feelings, um, you, you would hire
2: can't. Yeah,
4: because yeah, you literally can't write or because you're not good at expressing yourself as another right. like people who write can use them too. Uh there's actually a wide variety of uses for them which I thought was interesting. Um but we can get to that in the world building section. Um Violet, through a series of interactions with people who she writes letters for in this position, um, I don't know, learns the power of emotions and sort of fixes herself or something. Um, but then also, they go back to war again for a little bit. I don't, I don't, I really know. Um, but...
5: I, I'm willing to go. Uh, so, so that's uh, the miles take on on violet um and i think i'll speak for most of the people in the show uh when i talk about her in a more positive light now so so my interpretation of the the same content that miles watched by the way we did watch the same show is that uh violet is essentially a a a child who who had who was feral essentially is like a stray dog wandering uh Wandering the streets, or in this case, a boat. Um, by the end of it, or whatever she comes from, like a faraway land that is just different. She, uh, she's, she's just built different, you know. And uh, she's capable of uh, superhuman uh, abilities in terms of like fighting and and killing. And and she's this this emotionless person, this this uh this blob of clay that that doesn't understand what emotions are, and she still doesn't even at the end of her time with the general, in the, but in the cathedral, when he saves her life, he tells her that she, he loves her. And she doesn't know what love is. Uh, she wants to know what love is. Uh, sorry, bad joke. Um, but she essentially goes through this story to try to understand and figure out what love, uh, what the general's words meant. And, and her way of learning is through her new job, which is an auto-memory doll. She was given to she was literally given because she is an orphan she has no possession or family ties at all she's given to the family of the major who then she then ends up just working with his cousin or his i his cousin brother uh can't remember off the top of my head um and he runs this auto memory doll business where um like like miles put it they they essentially transcribe letters for people and it's a ceo um, it's it's a c Sorry. it's his
4: CO. it's his commanding officer
5: oh it's his commanding officer there you go okay um so yeah that, that, that was the only relations that they had so yeah that that's why uh, they're given to him and her family and they were just gonna have her live but she wants to do something she wants to follow orders so they um his the ceo then orders her to become an auto memory doll and it's all about her the the entire story is essentially her trying to learn what emotions are so that she can understand um so she can gain empathy and she can understand what her general or her major meant when he said that she loves her so that that again that's my interpretation of it um maybe a little bit more positive um i i don't know uh what what i I, I want i
1: want to to bake it off of miles because what i agree with what miles is saying for a a decent amount of it but this gonna be a really weird comparison of how i'm going to compare violet evergarden to the show hunter hunter where <laughs> Ga- go. we're gone is the main character of hunter hunter is he the best character in the show absolutely not does it take away from the show no it doesn't and i felt like violet evergarden does the same thing violet has the character she does have character progression she does have character development she- there's a lot of things that are good about uh violet but i do think what miles is saying as well the a lot of the, like, unknown questions and, like, what's the reason for this behind her character are, are completely valid. I think she, I think Violet is, like, a BC character. Like, she's fine. But I thought the the part of the story of Violet Evergarden, I think some people will resonate that it is about Violet. To me, it was more of the messages that – the literal messages sent to people, but also just, like, the outcomes that people have during their exchanges with Violet. And I felt like that was more important. But I do see – I the complete – valid criticisms that miles gave i 100% yeah. agree with
4: well that's basically what i said in like a less doom and gloom kind of light right like I, I mean i said the show would be better without her meaning that i think that the supporting cast is just just much stronger i I'm think very
1: yeah i just didn't think she needed to be this ninja war machine like she could have just been like a child soldier she could have been like a, just a person yeah. in the war she didn't have to be uh, yeah. like making I her didn't... the killing machine doesn't yeah. make the show any better
4: I didn't find her relatable because of that. Like, um, like I understand that she's progressing and she makes character progression and stuff, but the place that she's coming from is such a foreign, unrealistic, inhuman place compared to where all the other people in the show who make exactly. character progression comes from. Yeah. So, like, you know, and I, I know that Pat had a different opinion on this, um, so he can, he can highlight it because he thinks that it, like, highlights... you know like how
5: special she is or something if you want to talk about that well well so basically uh, so miles and i i wanted to understand what miles's criticism for the show was so that way we rather than spending like 20 minutes here talking about it and try and then still not understanding what our points were um you know like miles and i talked about a lot earlier today and so my i think where he and i disagree is i think that her being this almost supernatural level of a soldier makes it makes it more of an interest. I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't say like more of an interesting story or a compelling person to follow, but it it makes her the main character because otherwise she would just be some other random child soldier, which is not, you know, that's not like it's not an interesting story. But um, and I use this analogy when I was uh, talking with Miles. It's like you follow Dexter because he he's Dexter, not because he's just some cop that is also really good at hunting. To, uh, serial killers you you know you follow Walter White not because Walter White is just some other random meth head that that sells that cooks meth it's because of all the fantastical abilities he has, and like almost and you know it, because it is fictional it is a fictional story and it, it, it allows for that kind of a character to exist that's where and that's I can understand why you wouldn't like it and why it might limit your ability to relate to a character as much as like let's say a normal person but i don't think that that's necessarily a a detriment to the show it's just more of a a a choice that they make to to make her this um like like obviously it's pretty absurd some of the situations she survives the fact that she survives what the major dies in is absurd right like the and the things that she goes through are very absurd but that that doesn't for, well, for one, that's not the point of what they're going through, right, which I guess you could say, well, then why are they showing it? It's just there to be there um, it's there to show the the just how special she is and how how difficult of a time she has had but i I don't know that's where i I start to disagree with you i guess in in terms of um, I don't see it nearly as big of a problem as as you seem to from from our conversations. Uh I know Johnny you you're gonna wanna chime in on this because you were you and Miles almost uh I, I think you guys almost like threw hands, honestly, in in the chat a few yeah. times this week. Uh I, I'm kidding obviously but but go ahead, please please state your uh
3: Yeah well I t- I remark. certainly felt like I wanted to throw hands at some point but do you, uh... <laughs> do you
5: better understand? So I hope that Miles and I talking about just now do you better understand because I think that was the main problem earlier this week was that we just could not come to a consensus on what our disagreement was you know so like do you better understand what miles's point is now now that me pete and miles have kind of tried yeah i i
3: i I understand more where he's coming from now than i was like a few days ago Mm -hmm. and i i do agree that it, it i do agree that it's like it's absurd that like like what a 12 year old girl is capable of like wiping out like half an army but I think the reason they do it is to make is to make it clear that she is like different from everyone else in a way. Both emotionally and physically, she is different. Yeah. And that's why she she like does the things that we need. like I know one of your complaints was like how she acts like a soldier like even in situations where like you wouldn't be acting that way.
4: It's yeah. Like... So I guess my issue with that and I I can let you go. I just want to clarify my issue on that is that the, the way she speaks is like very, very formal, like insanely formal. And, you know, um, I think they're using that. To, and I understand why they do it. They do it to highlight um, that she hasn't had the socialization that like a normal human has had and stuff. And that she's, you know, n- not robotic, but like uh, militaristic, you know, she has like that formality that, you know, comes with the army and, you know, uh, talking to a commanding officer and a superior and all. Um, but like none of the other soldiers are in the show are like, like she's like unique to everyone, even people in similar positions to her. You know what I mean? It's just like very, um, different than everyone else. And I, 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 I think they should have done some of it that I thought they just drove it home a little, like when she called the typewriter a weapon, I was just like, you know what a typewriter is, Violet,
3: come on. Well, um. Well, here's the thing. How do you know she does Be- because from the from the story the that was the the first time she learned to talk was in the military. She doesn't mm-hmm. know how anyone else talks so she sh- can I, yeah uh, yeah go 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 he doesn't her only experience with other people for the most part is in the military where she's given orders like we saw how when she was supposed to write a letter, it looked more like a report. We saw how, like, she was given food, and she was, like, because, like, and she was saying, like, how it, like, fulfills her nutrition or whatever, because that's usually the only point of food. And, like, the way she talks, that's the way that soldiers are talking. She doesn't see how they act, like, casually. She only sees, like, when they're talking to the major, which is in a formal way, because he's a superior officer. So she mostly only sees, like, that kind of action.
4: So we, I, I, I guess we just disagree on that take. Then I, I, ha, I would have to imagine that she sees people in casual situations while being in bases and things like that. We lost Happy, mm-hmm. um, we we gained Happy, yeah. and um, that like the major didn't talk to her like that. The major tried very hard to humanize her and to teach her, and he had a hard time doing it. And it was hard, especially given the circumstances they were in. Um, where he was literally ordered by a general to only treat her as a weapon, um, and he sort of ignores that, which is good. But um, I, I, again, this is that it's not a huge gripe I have, so let's not not spend too long on it. I just thought that was a little overdone, and I, I and I completely understand why they did it because it's supposed to show her disconnect to normal social interaction and how people talk. Like
5: I, I get it. I just thought that was a little overdone. agreed. I think, yeah. Again, I think it's a fair point. I I liked it myself, but I think that because uh, again, it's just she is this absurd yeah. person. We talked about so the smile
4: her. moment. Oh um,
5: uh, yeah. The, yeah. The, and how you loved it, cheek- and I I thought I, it was I, like the worst thing it. that's that ever happened. So, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was so cute. Like it was just like, oh, that's funny. Like like <laughs> like because uh, again, it's like something that if it happened in real life, like. like you'd be like what the hell is wrong with this person but because you're watching a fictional show you could sit there and laugh at it that that was my take on it at least um i i get why people don't like it though um but yeah so uh i i don't know cat happy do you guys have anything you want to throw in about violet's character arc uh happy looks like you unmuted so go ahead i'll let you take away
0: yeah okay so um with violet um i'm sort of in the middle where i see what miles is saying like a lot of it is really absurd like and I kind of wish we had more backstory for her to find out how she got to be that good, because I doubt it was I doubt she was born that way, but I do like how she goes from this cold, like consummate, professional character to being this caring, compassionate um autumn auto what is it auto
5: auto memory Doll. Me
0: the, auto memory doll, thank you um who uh who learns where compassion and love are. But having said that, one problem I do have is that I feel like the show has sort of a shonen bubble problem. Do you, do you guys know what I'm talking about?
5: Uh, the Yeah, uh, yeah so My- Miles used the Kirito example. So yeah, she's just like overpowered. it uh, yes. sort of kind of not mattering.
0: Well, yeah. no, 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 no. It's not even the overpowered thing. It's more that I feel like the other characters don't really matter that much. Like with um, the other dolls, like Iris and Erica. I like like Iris kind of had her own episode like I think it was episode 3 or something mm-hmm. but after that they're mostly just kind of forgotten and I oh, yeah cuz that's It's fine. Go ahead, sorry. It's... No, no, it's fine. It's and I wish we'd gotten more of them. Like as much as I like Violet as a character, I feel like the other characters just kind of got squandered. So, I don't uh... know.
5: Yeah so uh one thing I will say is that in the movie they they are relevant in the side story movie they are relevant because which of course is just it is well they 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 are part of the movie they are used a little bit more than they were in the show. I think that's okay. a that's a fair criticism. However the show wouldn't be Violet Evergarden if it wasn't focused entirely on Violet Evergarden as a character <laughs> true, I, would true, so that, true, but... I would say. So that that's where I would that would be my counterpoint but I, I get what you're saying because like the the side characters are interesting and it's and not using them might have just been the fact that it was only 13 episodes, right? You know, like I'm sure we that would have gotten could more back. But,
0: but I think of Pat, you've seen Ruby, right?
5: Yeah, I watch but, it every week. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> the, like that show doesn't just focus on the titular Ruby roles. They, the, I feel like the side character, well, they're, okay. Actually, that's not <laughs> a fair comparison. That's not a fair comparison because they're not side characters in that show. So. Mm-hmm. Uh well yeah but... cuz it's
5: not like they only focus on Ruby they focus on the entire team and the other teams like Team Stark and all the others um i i think that that's I, I i do get your point though happy where it's like the a certain um like you just you wanted more of the side cast being involved which again i will say in the side story movie they are they mm-hmm. they, they do get their times to shine uh when they are on screen i like i know um a couple guys in the discord loved uh what's her name god um uh Catelia whatever the Oh um, yeah. Oh, um, she's great. Catelia. You know? Yeah, she's Katalia. she's solid. She is she's great. Like and it, I don't think the show really had like a terrible character. We'll, we'll talk about characters later when we do. Uh, finally, we get to do best boy and best girl again. Um first time in a while we've been able to do a sh- have a show that actually might have, like, waifus or, or or husbandos, so we'll get to that later, but, um, Kat, do you have anything you want to throw in quick, too, uh, before we move on to, uh, just other stuff?
2: Yeah, so, um, my opinion on Violet is a little bit more uh, well, I won't say anyway. anyway, so, Violet is a little bit more of a, uh, of, kind of, like, a charity case, in my opinion is like she's she's taken under so many people's wings for no for a reason that they really haven't like that hasn't really been explored and i do agree with miles that a lot of her situation is absurd especially with the major being the one person that violet just like clings to it just seems like like violet in my opinion and not to say that this is a bad thing, because this is going to sound harsh. Uh, she is a walking plot device. Uh, she is literally convenience incarnate. And, like, the thing is yeah, oh, she's a child soldier. Oh, she's, like, really, really tragic. Oh, she's a couture uh oh she's a fucking cardboard cutout and then she slowly becomes a person uh she come she become she goes from flat Stanley to actually being a 3D thing and even and the thing is like it just goes from like extreme trauma to extreme trauma and i'm not really okay with that like i like the moments where she's having these mental breakdowns, like nearer to like the mid to late uh, episodes, are are really really good. Those are actually good, like executions of mental breakdowns and mental breakdowns. If you haven't watched any of our other episodes, are one of my biggest things when it comes to melodrama. Uh, the thing is, her mental breakdowns don't have a lasting effect. In my opinion, because they become more along the lines of like, uh, they existed and she's getting better and she's gotten better, even though that, like, they're scars that don't really normally heal. Uh, but, uh, yeah.
5: Uh, other than that, yeah pat go ahead and rebut uh well so i guess um so you're talking about like her her struggles that she you know she does she starts to learn what emotions are and what these feelings that she is feeling are um and you can definitely see that happening during those mental breakdowns or those moments of confusion and 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 frustration uh that she experiences and what i would i would say like i I think it's like you are right that they leave scars you know they don't ever fully heal but I think part of her healing process is um going through these breakdowns or having these episodes because she needs to understand again she needs to learn what love is and what emotions are she she needs to experience this kind of um this kind of thing so that she can understand what other people are feeling when they you know lose a loved one or they see death or they see whatever is happening they she needs to um if she needs that to grow out of this this just this like you said cardboard cut out of a person that she seems okay. to be um i think that that's that's my that'd be my rebuttal to that um
4: yeah i want to make this is in cat i promise this is not me being sassy i want to make a comparison to nonbaka real quick um, oh, I, wow. I, 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 I swear to God, I do. I really do. Um, cat Kat, <laughs> Kat the, the main prisoner in Nambaka, what's his name?
2: The main prisoner, the main character, you mean? The,
4: the main character of the prisoner, the main pri- prisoner in Nambaka.
2: Oh, uh, was it? Jugo.
4: Jugo. Okay. So Jugo interacts with, um, the, not the warden, but whoever his like, you know, guard guy is, um, of his cell block. And they had this conversation about how like Jugo's literally never been a person and he needs to like form and be a person. And that was an issue that I had with non-Baka. And I actually think that translates to what my issue with Violet is. And then that conversation just tipped me off on it. It is that with this sort of stuff, I I guess I, I like it when this is going to sound like, When you're watching someone fix themselves, right? And, like, come back from being broken. Um, It it doesn't seem like Violet, like Jugo, was broken. They were just, like, never formed. And this is them, like, forming as opposed to having been broken and then repairing, if that makes sense. I like
1: that. I like that a lot.
4: Okay. I
5: agree. Uh, but yeah, so we we started to talk about this a little bit in the um, like in our discussions of Violet. But uh, I I want to address this because this is probably my favorite part of the show. So if anyone follows us, you you know I I love history and I love uh, dramas and shows written in historical time periods. And one of my favorite time periods to study is World War One. It's what I wrote one of my theses on in college. And this this the world building in Violet Evergarden essentially builds what europe would have uh, a a clone of what europe looked like uh during and then immediately after world war one both in terms of fashion and technology outside of violet's arms but we we won't we'll talk about that another time um but yeah like yeah so electricity is just starting to become a thing um you know, steam-powered and and uh, motor-powered vehicles are starting to to populate the streets. I think the world building in this show is one of the biggest strengths that this show has. Um, they, you know, the care uh, the environments that the characters live in and exist in are so well done. There's still the ties to royalty, like we saw with the princess in one of those episodes. While there's also still other um classes and everything as well. Um I I, don't know, I thought uh world building was uh probably one of the biggest strengths of this show. I uh, does anyone else agree? Yeah,
4: I do. Um I'll start off. Uh let's let's be positive about the show for a change because there's a lot of good things to talk about. Um I I the world building. I thought that there were like tons of little snippets um just like here and there that you could see that flesh out the world a little bit like uh in the astronomy episode when they're doing the dictation um, and Leon is like reading and Violet is typing. You hear a lot about like the mythos and like the legends and stuff of um, the land that they're in and how, you know, comets and celestial bodies were viewed by like the ancient like Kings and stuff. Um, and I thought that added like a lot of flavor to the land. Um, even just like, um Things like them, like, you can, like, see how the war affected people, like, with the air show coming back and stuff. Like, people are being allowed these little comforts in life, these entertainments and stuff, Um, really builds into how the war, um, which I kind of view as, like, the center piece of all of this, um, uh, affected people. And how, you know, once they've, they've saved the day at the end of the show... Uh, that um, you know, it, it can come back together again, um, and it's just like that realistic world building and stuff. I thought was great.
5: Yeah, I think uh, you know, like they showed the battlefield, they showed what royal life was like, they showed what city life was like, they showed what life at the astro- at the astronomy place was like. They 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 really encapsulated a country at war, or and I believe I don't know if it was ever defined as a civil war, but I believe that's what it was. It was meant to meant to kind of be either a civil war or just a you know a war between like austria and hungary let's say right you know so like very neighboring countries that are ideologically the same generally speaking well so, they um, show
1: a picture of the map and it looks like they it, the country that they live in kind of reminds me of australia so it kind of thi- I i was sort of thinking that it's like a civil war yeah. it does
5: look like that yeah Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, I never thought about it that way. Again, I just, uh, I say Europe, but I what I really mean is just, like, you know, 1900s uh, Western civilization. British I guess. Empire.
4: Um, well, it, well, they have a House hey, of Commons hey, US, and a House they of Lords.
5: Come on now, come on now. Give us some credit. We were an Man empire and colonizing, manifest, too, back then. Manifest. Man, yeah, manifest. yeah, exactly. There we go. Uh, sorry. So, yeah, so, Johnny, I know you had something to say. I'm sorry.
3: Yeah, so... So uh, I'm gonna to I'm with you on this one. I think the world building in Vile Evergarden is great because oh uh, an uh, issue I have with a lot of stories is when the world doesn't seem like plausible. It's like there's all these absurd elements. It's like a lot of times there's these absurd elements that make it seem like there's no way some a normal human could live in this world, but Vile Evergarden like does a great job. It shows like what normal people go through and like that and and that's important for a show like Vile Evergarden where like the whole point is you're it's like a person going around to normal people and helping them out. You have to make the world seem grounded in reality, which I think that's one of the strongest points of Iowa Evergarden*. And since we're talking about world building, I guess we can do like the—I guess we can do like the animation, the soundtrack too, while we're at it. And for per me personally, like like I said before, I think this is the best animated like anime I have ever seen. And I don't know if anyone else is gonna agree. With... Actually, never mind. I think a lot of people agree with me on that one.
5: Yeah, it, it's hard to like define what's like the best ever, right? But like this is like production, you know. Kyoto Animation blows it out of the out of the park. You know they, water they are yeah the the water physics. Yeah, that's one thing. Um, that that episode was incredible. I think just in general though, like I I don't think anyone would disagree that the production quality is there. Um. But um, but yeah, we can we can, again talk more about animation ourselves to like you know specific scenes that we remembered when we talk about specific arcs later. But uh, Kat, why don't you go next? What have you got for uh, world building? What what was your take on the 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 way Violet did it?
2: So the world building in Violet is one of the is one of the things that I really applaud about the show because world-building in and of itself, even in novels, is not exactly easy. And the fact that it does it in a way that is not like, hey, we're world-building here! Like like most, like some shonen or a lot of like uh, dramas, like bad dramas, like, you know, handshakers. But the thing is, like, the world-building inside of it is more inside of Violet Evergarden is more along the lines of uh, it, it works extremely well with what this show is about. And because it works so well, it doesn't feel the need to shove it in your face. And that is one of the more refreshing things about the world building in the show. So, the fact that, like, the fact that Violet is able to go to different kingdoms, the fact that she's able to, like, to move around now, the fact that the fact that she 's a walking plot device still stands uh, that can be seen in the iris episode, but even with the iris episode, you still get to see like some of the world building from it, and that's very refreshing in in my opinion but the but also you know walking plot device uh, violet kind of saves the day uh. But, um oh go. So <laughs> the, the thing is like uh <laughs> the thing is everything about Violet is everything about the world building in Violet is very uh is very nice. It's very it's very refreshing when it comes to shows like this.
4: Johnny, yeah. um you had a quick thing you wanted to add, I believe. Yeah.
3: So I want Another thing I wanted to mention is how, like, like Kat said, I think it does a great job of the world building because it's mixed in with the story. It's like you are you advancing the story while building the world at the same time. It's like you know, like the soldier episode. It it's world building, but at the same time, it's not like it's not like holding off on Violet's story. In that in that sense, it's kind of like Konosuba, where the events that are happening, like, like it's a comedy. It, funny but like the world actually makes that makes some sort of sense and you like the things that happen like are related to the story but yeah that's just something i wanted to say
5: yeah all right um happy what if what's your take on the world building um i know you you in the past have been a a critic of shows for not doing so well so uh what, what do you think about this one
0: Mm, okay, first of all, when was I a critic? Because I don't remember that. Yeah, I no, don't remember I don't... it either. <laughs>
5: well, I, thought, I thought you didn't like the uh, the world building in, in Handshakers specifically. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm remembering wrong. Well, I mean, it's Handshakers. Uh... It yeah, wasn't it's handshakers. good. It's, it's fair enough. It's, <laughs> maybe, not, maybe good. With... it's not good. Well, that with Grimgar, reality, too. I don't know.
0: Yeah, fair maybe enough. Maybe it was Grimgar, yeah. Maybe um, it was
5: Grimgar then, um, yeah.
0: So I would say um, with the world building, I like that we had episodes dedicated to different um, – facets of the world. Like I feel like one of the weakest episodes was the one with the princess, Princess Charlotte. But now that we talk about it, I'm I'm glad that episode exists because it gives us a glimpse into something that's not part of like the CH whatever postal service that we usually same with like the astronomy episode. Like that's that's a that's a portion that's a part of the world that we don't see otherwise. And I like that it's intercut with the overarching I think kinda like what Johnny said about the overarching Story of um, violin, what her journey is. So I I like that part of it, um, and I also like that it's while it's clearly a fictional world, it's also grounded in like some semblance of like our world. Like it it feels like, I think somebody said it was like World War One. It feels yeah. like, and I, so I I like that part of it. Um, hmm, I don't know what else to say. I'm sorry.
5: Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, so the World War One analogy. I guess I'm to my own horror here, but I think it's perfect because it is uh, a time in our history as humans, at least. And, and maybe this is more just for Western culture, but I think humanity in general, it was a, it was a huge time of change in the way that the world looked at how they interacted with each other and with the, um, with the way society globalized afterwards, you know, with uh, just globalization in general, but, uh, but also just, uh the the need to to understand you're not just living in your small town anymore you're living on this entire planet or in this entire kingdom which i think was made very relevant in in violet uh, it was shown that you know the the world is evolving around them and people are having to change and be ready to change and i think they did a really good job with that
0: right yeah, so, so and, uh sorry. go ahead one quick note about the music am i wrong it, it's an english composer isn't it it's not a japanese composer
5: um I don't actually know uh sound director uh to me uh, just looking at their mouth quick, the sound director is uh Yota suroka,
0: so that's, I believe he that, that's not the composer the composer is named Evan call
4: Sounds yeah, like they American were born name. in Lincoln California, so there you go oh
0: okay, okay, got it, and they do a a master a masterful job with the music I just wanted to say that
5: i yeah, I think uh I think most of us will touch on it in our final thoughts, but um, or, or later on, but yeah, that the the music is is stunning. I mean, and that goes beyond just the, you know, some shows the the OP is really good, and that that's what sticks with you. I think the the OST fits uh this show extremely well. I don't think anyone will disagree with that, but um, I think the main thing that that gets Violet so much attention, at least like from other people and like in the anime community in general, is the the story arcs that she goes through and i think all of us actually during our like pre-show discussion i think we all had different opinions on what we thought was the best arc or what was our favorite arc so why uh similar to best boy and best girl i think we're just gonna go through and uh talk about what our favorite arc is on uh and whether that's what you think was the best arc or what one you related to most personally, and uh, just give us a little bit of a why, similar to best boy and best girl, I guess. A very, very similar idea. So, uh, why don't we just start from the top, Miles? What have you got for your best arc?
4: Yeah, absolutely. My favorite episode was the. This was hard for me to choose. Um, I was between two, but I'm going ultimately going to go with the Iris episode. Um, and I, I really connected with Iris as a character. Um, she's a little smug, um, you know, but ultimately kind hearted. Um, and I, as someone who was also frustrated uh, with Violet um, and her inability to act like a normal human, I really connected to Iris. Um, In my notes for that episode, which I think was episode four, um, I just wrote, like, oh, my God, Violet, you suck. Like, 20 times when she was, um, you know, like, telling her mom that she didn't want that boy invited and not understanding all of these social cues and i just like i felt so bad for iris who was just like trying to be cool in front of her parents and friends um i also liked uh to tie this back into the world building you got to see like a rural area of the country and like how um you know they dress differently there was a lot of attention to like all of this and you could tell that like iris was someone who was trying to stand out and like you know impressed with like her urban you know city living sort of outfit and everything um and you would like see her step in the mud and it was a neat detail when she stepped in it and she got all upset like on the way in and it was like less important to her on the way out because she sort of reconciled herself with you know who she is a little bit more and that it's okay to not be the best currently and you know uh and her mission to you know be a good auto memory doll or be the greatest hero like deku or whatever yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so
4: um yeah so i guess i'll just say iris for my hero academia season five or whatever and yeah. <laughs> that's uh um yeah i do. that was my favorite
5: fair enough i i think that's a uh very fair take a uh, fun fact iris uh i figured i found this out earlier today while preparing uh iris is an anime only character she was not in the light novel which is a uh, very uh i i just had no idea like that that's such a surprise to me i feel like she's um especially since she is used in the movie as well you know and, and she is uh, i guess she is kind of used though as that vessel for the audience to just be sitting there and be like essentially just like bruh like violet come on mm-hmm. like 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 what is up or what what is, is wrong she's a with living bruh moment yeah she is the embodiment of what we must be or what the audience is probably supposed to be feeling i think that'd be uh the best way to put it um But yeah, so Kat, what about you? What was your favorite arc and why?
2: So, my favorite arc probably has to be the episode where Violet ends up learning that, you know, uh, the Major isn't, isn't necessarily, isn't confirmed alive. And, put it that way, so... uh, because I I haven't watched it and the way that some of you guys said that he's not uh, that he's not dead but like he's not alive in this in this story it's just kind of like well uh, so my thing is the episode where she actually learns that he's not that he's dead basically is that is my favorite because it relates well not necessarily my favorite but it relates more to me when i was um basically when i was growing up it was a little bit more about like uh trying to be something else than everyone else uh something that made me less of a quote-unquote threat because uh i was the only mixed kid and Every school that I went to. And I was the only one that actually. That wasn't following stereotypes. Because I listened to electronic. I listened to. uh, I watched a lot of anime. I did a lot of nerdy things. That a lot of the. A lot of the people that I hung around. uh, In like grade school and high school. Didn't do. So I was kind of the. The odd man out. And once i actually started like forming my own personality and not just being oh i watch anime that's my personality like actually becoming a person uh and feeling what it is to be like to be ostracized and feeling what it is to be uh just just different in general along with reconciling with what i have done in the past with like past relationships and things like that uh it 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 kind of resonated with me that with that episode and I think that and I, if I remember correctly, I think I've cried a lot during that episode because it hit home yeah, uh
5: so you're specifically talking about the episode where she like goes back to the um uh she goes back to the chapel or the cathedral right, and she yeah. finally confirms uh that she is. You know, that she does, ha- she just has to accept that he is dead or, well, not that she, which of course she doesn't accept that he's dead, but that, um, her, her, her hopes are dashed, I guess, a little bit that, she, that he is still alive. Um, so yeah, I think that's, uh, that's what, that that's what, I, I think that's a, a fair comparison for sure. Um, Johnny, what about you? What have you got for your favorite?
3: Alright, yeah, so uh, my favorite episode is actually the one before, so episode 7, with the with the writer for the show, so yeah. So uh, my favorite, obviously, you know, it's uh, it's kind of a meme here about how I like it when shows have good water animation. So that, so like, it's probably not much of a surprise that that's one of my favorite scenes in the show. But yeah, it's just, I feel like it was just the episode where Violet got the most development compared, to, like, because, like, before, while she was learning, she was still essentially the same person, it's just, like, with different things. And it was after this episode, it's like, she realized that there was something wrong with her. She realized that she couldn't, she was, she was different from everyone else. And she figured out why, and... Like, like the scene where at the end where she started crying because she realized that, wow, these people, these the same people that have all these feelings and have family members are the ones that I murdered, like, without any thought. It, it was, and also, I like the story behind the writer. It was, it was, like, really sad about the daughter and how Violet, like, even though she, she didn't know it at the time, she was really helping him, like, get over the fact that her daughter his daughter died and become a better person. So yeah, I just think like that's my favorite part of the show.
5: I, I think that's completely fair. That's one of those, uh, you know, when people talk about the show, there's like uh, a few episodes that, uh, that are talked about specifically. I think you, you just highlighted one of them and I believe Pete, if my, if I can, I can, guess you're going to talk about uh the the, ep- the other most famous episode episode 10 i believe is that your yeah favorite? Or, yeah so please if you'd like to talk about it go uh yeah go ahead. so
1: for sure for me episode 10 was my favorite uh it resonated with me really hard um there's one scene in particular where ann who is the daughter and then in the show she's asking violet to do all these things that she'd rather have her mom do where she, wa- she had like a ribbon, play house, read a book, and stuff like that. So I was depending on how personal I wanted to get with this one because it really reminded me uh, a year ago I lost my dad and it was something very similar where it was this slow process of kind of watching him die and this was the same case. So it really resonated with me and I just it, – it was, it was so beautiful because how Anne felt is exactly how I felt during that entire time. And to me, I thought this was the best episode in anime history – um, just everything was perfect about it. And I couldn't say more about how great episode 10 was and how good Anne was because like, it, it, it's hard to like in that situation where you, you think that she should know what's happening and you see all these things going on, but in your head, you don't want to believe it's happening. And I feel like that's what Ann was feeling in that entire time where she knew the entire time her mom was not just sick that she was dying. And she was literally doing all these things to like really hold on to that memory and just try to distract herself during the whole time. So yeah, it it was, it was beautiful. And yeah, I, I absolutely adore episode 10. It was incredible and I love it.
5: Yeah. I think, um, for, uh, the, she, she didn't want to believe, believe what was happening. Right. And it, 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 she couldn't believe it, but I think also like you you described it, it's not like, of course it it was it was difficult for you at um what uh, like you know in your mid mid to late 20s to deal with this now and now put yourself in Anne's shoes who is 10 years old trying to understand the gravity of the situation that she is in yeah and and she already lost her dad too and so like i
1: I I think think she had like she had like a quote saying like when you're gone i'm going to be alone and stuff like that like it made me like feel for like my mom and like how she feels and stuff like that and it's I've cried at anime like I I I had like paused the show and excuse myself like that was I've never been hit so emotionally like in my entire life it's yeah in it, it terms of like mediums and like anime and music and stuff like that so that was it, it was it was an amazing I, like I I was sad but I'm really glad I watched what I saw
5: right yeah I, f- I feel the same way um So again, the first time I watched this, I'm just gonna uh, go now. I know I I will let Happy go first, but since your your episode ties so well into my my story, I guess, or my favorite arc, I'll go next. Um, I so the first time I watched this, like like I said, I binged through most pretty much the entire show in one sitting, and I hadn't cried up until this point, like you know, episode ten when uh, with the this beautiful scene and then the you know the final scene where the daughter is being read or she's reading all the letters and she's going through life and you know like growing up um that scene got me tearing up a little bit and made me very emotional but i i, I didn't quite break I, I was just like wow this show is something else that was the that was the episode that i knew that this show was was like just a masterpiece it was stunning um, but for me, my favorite episode was the f- episode that followed it up this this was the episode that broke me and uh it was the episode with the the soldier still on the front lines fighting um who ends up passing away the childhood sweetheart at home uh you know with his family that uh his girlfriend or I don't know if it was officially a fiance or not but it was you know implied that they were going to live a happy life together and that is just it Again, it's not even like I've I've lost a family member in in a war or anything, but that for whatever reason that episode, it it just destroyed me. I like at the end when um, Violet delivers the letter and and the family breaks down in tears. It just I I you know they they're of an anime like you know plastic memories. You're lying, April. That like affect you emotionally or, or and they make you upset they make you cry because you feel emotionally tied to these characters. I I was bawling my eyes out for probably like 20 minutes over characters that I didn't even know the names of. Like I knew who Violet was and I guess I knew who the the name of the soldier was at the time. I don't remember it now, but but like the I I, I the emotions that I was feeling, I couldn't believe how how emotional this show made me feel and i uh, it that and that specific episode i guess was my tipping point you know like i it, it was all bubbling up and then it just it just exploded everywhere and it was just oh my god what is i don't know it again maybe that's just the history guy in me that likes and and the war aspect of it and showing the the raw emotion and frustration and difficulties that these soldiers who are fighting the war feel you know with facing their own mortality and Their final messages to their family. What would they say? Like, and it made me think. Like, what would I say if I knew I was dying, and I was leaving behind my uh, sweetheart, or I was leaving behind someone? Like, what, what the hell would I even say to them? Um, So yeah, uh, happy. What about you? What was your favorite story? I don't think we actually. I actually know which one is your favorite, so I'm curious to hear.
0: So uh, for me, I, I think I teared up during episode seven, and then I, I like legit shed tears at episode ten that that episode really got to me and it's not even because I like Pete I was in a similar situation I just ended up really empathizing with on especially when she starts like yelling at her mother like I already know that you're dying like why can't we do things together um so I'm thinking I think I'm just gonna pick it back off of um I think it was Pete and also you said was it Pat that said episode ten was their favorite
5: uh yeah ten and eleven are my two favorites yeah but oh, uh... 10 and
0: eleven, okay. Yeah, um, but yeah, I I uh, episode ten really made me feel. I mean, other the other episodes did too. I'm not trying to discount those episodes, and I also really like Violet's o- overarching arc as well. Um, how she be, goes from being this you know this plot device, as Kat calls it, <laughs> to being this someone who seems more human. You know.
5: Yeah, and I think. Uh... By the end of it, I I really liked the final arc for her with the letter of her, you know, it's it's supposed to be, um, what, what the person who is guiding her on this like, you know, t- encouraging her to write this letter to the major, and in, in this the I believe is it a festival or is it just a tradition that they do where they they throw the letters to the wind, whatever. Um, she
0: uh, she is trying to I encourage her a bit to of both.
5: Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it's the idea of it, right? Like that's the idea at least. Um she, <laughs> the person is trying to encourage her to do so so that she can move on and she can feel comfortable moving on and and accept his death. And Violet just does the exact opposite, which I love that she does that. She because she essentially writes a letter and says, "I know you're still alive. I will find you." Like, please like, like, I, I, I am coming for you. I, I will find you. And I think that that is the uh, that is so perfect because if she if she didn't completely change, she has not fully healed or started to understand her emotions completely. And I think it is so on character for her to be like that. That's at least in my opinion. I think that 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 um that final scene letters blowing in the wind and you know uh, you see all these other people writing letters too and it, it reminds you that everyone is fighting their own demons and and struggling especially in a post-war um society like this like there are things that are going on in everybody's life that is difficult or causing them difficulty and um and it's important to address that and acknowledge that as a person yourself um but yeah so i think uh we've uh i think everyone's gotten their best arcs in so now we can move on to uh best boy and best girl um you know it's uh, one of our favorite recurring bits uh we'll just go down the line state your best girl and boy and uh and why uh we'll try to keep it to about 30 seconds we're doing pretty okay time wise but we want to keep ourselves moving here uh miles why don't you start
4: yeah absolutely um so uh my, my best girl is iris um I just like her a lot. I love her design. I think she's cute. Uh, I like how she gets frustrated with Violet. Uh, I think that's good and realistic. A lot of people baby her, which is also good and realistic, um, as she, you know, clearly needs some help. But I, I think it's just good to see someone get frustrated. Um, you know, like I was talking to Pete about it, and it's like, you know, you work really hard to get this job, and then this person who's completely unqualified comes in and gets it, and you're like, how the hell did this happen? Then you find out they're basically related to the manager and you're like, oh, okay, this makes sense now. Yep. <laughs> um, so um, it's Iris. I think she's great. I wish we got to see more of her. Um, best boy. I'm going to have a very, very controversial, hot take opinion here. We're going here. Um, I'm going to go with Dietfried baden uh, Villa, uh who is the captain. Um, most known for uh, telling... Uh, Uh, Violet that she's a horrible murder monster Um, and uh, the reason I do that is because she just like murders his entire crew apparently according to that one flashback and he doesn't throw her overboard and I think that's really really (laughs) empathetic of him because if someone was on my boat that we took in as a stowaway and then they just killed everyone I would be like get the fuck off the boat Um, even if they were just following me around, begging for orders like Violet was after they murdered my crew. Um, So, it's him. Way to show restraint, buddy.
5: Fair enough. Um, Alright. Moving on. Uh, Kat, what what have you got? That's funny. There's
2: a lot to unpack with what Miles just said. I'm not even gonna fucking touch that right now. Um, So, my best girl is I'm gonna agree with Miles and say that it's Iris because Iris is actually a really really fun character and it's nice to see a little bit of like dark skin representation. Also the like also it's good to see like a little bit of like uh uh an emphasis an implied kind of like native presence in wherever they are so uh another thing is uh, Iris is also, you know, everything that Miles said. Uh, but my best boy is going to be Leon because he's just a good boy. Like he, he's just a
3: he's, he's just a great, great, boy. great boy.
2: And I, I realize that the tumbler in me is coming out. But I am part of the. Uh, I am part of that, like kind of uh Leon Violet ship eventually once Violet figures herself out. Uh cause right now that ain't it. <laughs> like that's not a
5: that's not a healthy relationship. Uh but yeah. Alright, fair enough. Uh alrighty. Uh Happy, why don't you go next? We're uh, switching the order up back to normal. So uh, Happy what have you got for us?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um I mean, Iris would be a good character if the show actually cared about her. Fair enough. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, uh, I'm it's sorry. true. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Um, okay. She's a so, side
5: character, and the show knows it. Sorry. God damn it. Yeah. The
0: so, yeah. show would be better Fun. if she wasn't. Fun. Uh. Actually, I'll say that for later. I'll say that for my final thoughts. So I think my best girl would be either Ann or Violet. I know people don't agree with Violet being a good character, but I I I feel like she just has a lot of gaps that need to be need to be filled in before she starts making sense, if that makes sense. But I still I still think she's my favorite regardless. And then my best boy, um, I don't remember his name, but he's the red-haired dude. Did I never remember that guy's the, name?
1: The the like the 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 guy who runs the printing company, or do you mean like
0: that that that? that. Him. Yes. Hodgins. Hodgins. Thank you. Hodgins. Yeah. He's, he's, he's the best boy.
5: Fair enough. Alrighty. Uh, you're not alone in liking Violet, uh, Happy. Don't worry. Uh, There, there are people who like Violet in this call. Uh, Johnny, why don't you go?
3: Yeah. Like me. Uh, so uh, yeah, (laughs) Violet is my favorite girl. Like I was arguing with Miles for this, like what, like for like a whole hour oh and yeah yeah it was a long time yeah <laughs> yeah she's my she's my favorite girl i i like the characters that actually i see i like characters that change over time on it honestly like in a good way and i think that her i think like her character development is one of the best i've seen and that was one of the best i've seen in anime probably not the best but probably pretty close up there she actually like i think her, i think her character is great I. I think Miles is wrong, but hey, it's his opinion, so, yeah. <laughs> and for uh, Best Boy, I'm with Kat on this one. Uh, Leon is the fucking goat. Yeah, he, uh... He really... It's because of the... It's because, like, he's in the same situation as Violet. Like, he's, he He's also an orphan. And, like, he also has a lot of similar traits with, uh... Violet, like, how, like, he's kind of socially... Like, oppressed, or whatever you like to say. Like, he doesn't fit in. And, like, they, uh... They have a lot in common, so and Leon actually treats her like a normal human because of it. So yeah, I think he's uh he's my best boy.
5: Completely fair. I, I uh he is a good boy, very 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 good boy. Pete, what have you got for us?
3: Yeah, my best
1: girl is Anne from episode ten. Uh, loved her strength, loved her entire character because she portrayed exactly how I felt, and I thought it was a perfect representation of someone going through something like that. And then my best boy is Oscar, who is the dad from episode seven. I loved the whole fact of him changing his entire writing style to essentially honor his daughter and started to write a child's play instead of just like normal like play slash I don't know if it was like an opera type of thing but really liked that he did that dedication and kind of had like that one dream of his daughter jumping over the lake and seeing Violet attempt to do that really put like a smile on my face and I really felt like that was like a uh, sort of like a letting go type of moment for him as he's trying to like just get through this whole situation in terms of honoring his daughter. So I'm a big fan of Oscar in episode seven. Those are my best boys and best girls.
5: Fair enough. And uh, as for me, uh, it's a it's a close one. I I adore Violet as a character. I think she's great. However, I think uh, for me, best girl is uh, Clara Magnolia, the mother of the uh, the daughter. In, in episode ten, I think uh, she understands the role that she ha- uh that is, she has to play the cards that she has been dealt and i think she plays them perfectly uh she's strong she's uh she's emotional but she's also uh stern and i think uh again in episode 10 the the letters that she wrote or that helped her write are um it's just such a beautiful moment and i think uh she she truly did the best she could with the with what she was given in life, you know, um, with the situation she was dealt As for best boy. Uh, I'm surprised no one has said this guy yet. Maybe again, he just has a better role in the movie. Um, it is God. Where, where'd he go? He was, uh, the character list is so terrible. On Is it Mal. the blonde guy? It, it's blue, blue Benedict. Thank you. Yeah. It's the blonde guy, the guy who works with Violet. And uh, again, he has a much more important role in the side story movie. Um, so maybe that's might be why I like him more. But I even during the show, I remember watching and and thinking he was funny. Uh, you know, he's he is kind of like like what we said about um, Iris. He's very similar. Where he's like, what the hell is wrong with Violet? Like, wh- who is this person, and why is she working with me? Why am I training her? Why am I helping her? Whatever. Um, I think she is just a or sorry. I think he represents uh, whoa, <laughs> a, a very fun aspect of the show. I think he's a. Uh, go ahead, Miles.
4: Yeah, sorry. So this is my favorite detail of the show, and it's such a stupid favorite detail. So whatever. So there's a scene where he sprains his ankle because he likes wearing these heels. Yes. Um, And, like, he gets made fun of by uh, Catalina or whatever her name is. Uh, but later, when he's jumping from the train to disarm the bomb, it's because of those heels that he's able to, like, kick it out. And it has like this really cool action shot on like mm-hmm. the heel like breaking the chain, and I thought that was like the most awesome random callback to like an unimportant scene just like ever. It, it like it's like just like the plot line of the redemption of the boots. It was great, and that yeah. good choice. <laughs>
5: they they have a uh, callback very similar to that in the movie. Uh, I will not reveal what that callback is. So you better go back, go and watch the movie. I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, he blew. Is uh, almost uh, almost the main character in that movie, along with Violet. I, I would say, and I think it's really, really great. Um, again, I I I adore this series. I can't can't ramble enough about how great this is. Um, but yeah, so uh, moving on, I think we're gonna, we're ready to discuss our our final thoughts and our scores for this show. So, you know what? We're gonna start with the brutal one, with the with the uh, probably the lowest score we have um yeah. so miles why don't you kick us off
4: so this this is really hard for me um uh so my fiance and i watched all these shows together we talked about this one a lot and we ended up coming up with the same score um for a little bit of a different reasoning she's a uh, pediatric nurse practitioner or was for a bit and didn't like the representation of violets like childhood trauma because it's not like scientifically accurate and that's the wonderful woman I'm marrying, and I appreciate that. Um, but uh, so I, I need to say, I, I'm going to praise the show and then we're going to give it a score. Um, the show has my favorite anime soundtrack. The show looks absolutely gorgeous. It's not my favorite animation, but it's definitely very beautiful. Um, the lighting is fantastic. It's very atmospheric. Everything is done in quite good harmony. I think that the supporting cast is very good. Um, I don't know if it's top tier, but it's fantastic. Uh, it's good. You know, I mean, it's not maybe 10 out of 10, but it's, it's great. They're all great characters. Um, I, I haven't, I haven't exactly been able to get into all of the issues I have, which is fair because this isn't the Miles Bitches podcast. This is the Let's Discuss Violet Evergarden podcast. And, um, I have some issues with the core tenant of the war and how it affects my, uh, Violet's character and how all of that sort of relates to each other that, uh, I, I touched on briefly, um but there's a little bit more to it. Ultimately, um, this will sound weird. This is like the best seven out of 10 anime I've ever seen in my entire life. And I think that if I was a different person, if I just didn't have specific hangups that I had, um, it's probably like a nine or a 10 out of 10. So I'm not saying to people, you're going to find this a 7 out of 10. I think most people are going to watch this and think it's a 9 out of 10 or a 10 out of 10. I don't know. Maybe an 8 out of 10 if you're a little grumpy. Um, if, <laughs> y- 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 if you were like exactly me and you hate the exact same like tropes and things that I happen to dislike that just happen to apply to Violet, who would fortunately is the main character of this show. Um, it's still a, it's, it's a good show. I, I would suggest that everyone watches it. It had, you know, I, I clearly don't like Violet, and I still very much enjoyed the show. Uh, but it's going to be a 7 out of 10 with a chance to be very redeemed by the movie, depending what happens coming up this later this year.
5: So. Okay. Uh, well, uh, I'm going to server mute Miles for the rest of the show. <laughs> um, moving on, Kat, why don't you start next? Uh, what, what are your final thoughts and score?
2: Okay. So, my final thoughts. Well, we'll start with uh, we'll start with Violet. I've already said a few times that I think Violet is a uh, is a walking plot device, and uh, my thoughts for that is because she is, uh, and the main thing for that is like I get that she's a main character. I get that she's supposed to be like outfitted for her job or whatever, but like she doesn't she doesn't have like she. She's a child soldier, and she doesn't really have much to go off of. Uh, Like, her only thing is that she can't write. Uh, And that's it. Uh, But, like, because of that, she is a... (laughs) Because of that, she is a... (laughs) I'll at the Discord for a second, excuse me. Uh, Because of that, she is very, like... She's very outfitted for what she's... For what she's getting into, and I don't really like that uh will'll say that the animation is beautiful uh it is in my opinion, I think it's a little bit uh not a, not necessarily' this overdone. The animation is beautiful, don't get me wrong, but like there's a lot of scenes that are just there for animation, and I am. I, I can I can get behind it sometimes, but sometimes it's a little bit overdone. So I'd probably have to get the animation like a nine out of ten. Uh, I'd give it a ten out of ten if there weren't like like in the first scene where the where there's not really a reason where the wind just comes up and then like there's leaves going everywhere and it's like that's just like oh animation gasm moment like.
1: I'm, I'm shocked that really it's a weird. negative for you though. Yeah, it
2: like, is.
5: Why, why are you annoyed that there's better?
1: It's like
3: there for, like the visuals. It's
5: is it just the because oversaturation? It is. Yes. Yeah, I, I
2: understand. It's I I, I disagree.
4: Yeah, I disagree, but I I can see it. It's it's a lot visually. It's like very produced and all of that. I can see that. Cat. I, I I need to say I I very much disagree. I think it's gorgeous, but I I do get the point.
2: Yeah. So. Now, moving on from, uh, from apparently my hot take, uh, so going forward to the side characters, all of the side characters from every episode were at least somewhat, like, not necessarily relatable, but somewhat enjoyable. And I really appreciate that there wasn't really an episode where the, where, where it just kind of, like, fell off. Uh, comparing that to a currently airing anime called uh, Kuma Kuma Bear, which I think is turning into a terrible show. Put it that way. Uh, and now then we can go on to just the world building in general. Uh, the world building is definitely a 10 out of 10. And it's and like I've already gone over the world building. We don't have to go with that. So uh with all of that combined, uh, I will. It's probably going to be an eight out of ten for me. Uh, that being said, it is a high eight, but it's still an eight. Like it's not going to top some of the other shows that I that I have at nine, and it's definitely not going to top Land of Lustrous because I feel that uh that Foss that Fos has more character than Violet and there are some comparisons to be made between the two and seeing how these things get broken in Fos versus how these things get fixed in Violet. Uh that is a whole nother story though. I like but that yeah.
1: comparison. Uh it's or- a good
2: comparison. Overall, yeah. Uh eight out of ten
5: okay fair enough uh on to i believe the start of the high, much higher rated reviews happy why don't you why don't you go
0: oh uh, sorry <laughs> to disappoint you oh but okay eight. but seriously right. okay so, <laughs> massively
5: um... put together
0: six out of ten <laughs> <laughs> is so it coming? okay so, is it coming?
5: Uh... is it coming it's coming isn't it oh boy uh, Here
0: so here's here's what's gonna here's what i'm gonna say it is beautifully animated It has a phenomenal soundtrack. I think Violet is the high point of the show. And I think the one-shot characters that only show up for like an episode or so, I think they're great. Um, But it's losing points because I think the side characters are all very poorly handled. I think they, I wish we had seen more of them. Even if they are, you know, side characters, and I get that that's the point. I wish that they, especially after like the Iris episode... Like, I think, I think that's part of the reason why I have such a problem with it is because we had the Iris episode, and that was good because it gave us, uh, you know, character development for Iris. But then they all just kind of get forgotten about, and I wish we had gotten something with, like, Erica, who is, like, the glasses girl. So, with all of that in mind, uh, and, I mean, like, also Catalina and who, whichever other car- side character you want to bring up. So, with all of that being said, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10
5: eight out of ten. All right. <laughs> could have been worse. All right. now we move on to the people with taste on this podcast. Uh, the cultured and-
1: the cultured
3: hosts here. Yes. You're, the that, you're the one that constantly says I have the worst taste. What are you talking? Yeah, about? Yeah, I know,
5: Johnny. Well, you know, sometimes you know, even a blind squirrel finds a nut occasionally, right? Isn't that there the expression? That's it. Yeah, like that. Um... Even
4: a broken clock finds a nut twice a day. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Dem- Thank you, Dempsey. I
5: appreciate it, Dempsey. That's a great, great uh, callback. That's the. Damn it. Uh Anyways, Johnny, go ahead. Let's uh, let's yeah. hear it.
3: So, you like, usually when I watch anime, I sit there and, like, it's a way for me to stop thinking and just enjoy something. But not with File Evergarden, I, can, I like to say that I can notice when a show has been put in, like, with the most amount of work and... I think Violet Evergarden is definitely one of those. The art is absolutely phenomenal. The soundtrack, I don't think is the best in anime is definitely very high up there. The OP and ED are both amazing. I loved almost every single character and uh, Yeah, honestly, like if what I'm saying here doesn't already say it. Yeah, Violet Evergarden is a 10 out of 10 for me. I just don't have much else to say because I just love the show.
5: Fair enough. All right, Pete. Uh, let's keep it going.
3: Yeah, I just want to give like a subtle shout out
1: now to the like character design and the wardrobes that they used in this show because that was absolutely incredible. That the fact that they had to draw uh, Violet every frame in her like new getup was pretty crazy because I loved everything about it. Uh, yeah, so this show, I thought the message that it sent was amazing. I loved like how they said like how they showed the like the cruelty of war and the importance of words and messages and relaying emotions when you can't and i really resonated with that there was a few episodes where i was like that was a masterpiece of an episode like episode five with the charlotte i love that episode and then episode seven happened and i was like that was an incredible episode and then i watched episode 10 I'm like that was even better than seven like there were so many episodes where i was like this is i was i was never bored even with the, the slice of life moments where they're just going through the works of the show i found it incredible um Animation incredible. I think it's like the second best uh OST behind Maiden Abyss. I love the sound. Love the animation. Love the characters. Even if Violet wasn't the best character, I don't think it took away from the show itself. So that being said, I could probably write like my thesis paper on why I love Violet Evergarden, but to keep it short, this is a 10 out of 10. It's my number one anime of all time. I love this show. I love everything that it did. I love how it relayed so many emotions in so many different cases. I love the world building. I love the just everything. I love the entire show. 10 out of 10. It's a masterpiece.
5: Let's go, Pete. Welcome to the club. I'm glad uh, I've been. So now it's my turn. I've been speaking positively about this show for God knows how long. I never nominated it for Watch Club because I, you know what? I, I just didn't know if it would get votes. I didn't trust that it would get votes. And, you know, um, Pete has always said, like, it. it he did, like, you know, he talks about it a few times like he just doesn't like to watch sad things i don't. often. you don't i don't blame you i i love to but i get why you don't um i but now he is on the train he's on the height train of this is the best anime of all time he says yes it is I love it. I love that he has joined the cult, the the following that this anime deserves. I I love this show to death. I I cannot speak highly enough about it. Like everything everyone has said so far praising the the world building, the costumes like, like you mentioned Pete just now. That's a great point too that we didn't talk about. Um I I loved Violet. I while she may not be perfectly relatable, she's at least I I can understand why she is the way she is and I can uh, I can excuse some of the problems that she might have as a literal character because she is a it's a fictional story about a child soldier. Um, <laughs> I, you, I don't know you, you got me there. It is yeah, like it is, <laughs> it is fiction. It is meant to be extraordinary and meant to be unrealistic. And uh, well, maybe not unrealistic, but it's um, it, it's excusable, I think, in my eyes. Uh, this show. I mean, it, it's not like I sit here and watch it every other week or anything, but I do think about it almost every other week, and I, I can't rate, rave highly enough about how incredible this show is. Go watch this. I cannot wait for the sequel movie that has already aired in Japan and has gotten good reviews. I I, I just want it so badly. I, I've been waiting so patiently, and I, de- I deserve this. I, I deserve this. We all deserve this. Um, I... I this show is such an easy 10 out of 10 for me. It's it's one of my few 10 out of 10s ever. First time I've given a 10, I think, on Watch Club. Uh, and, and this show is so, so good. Just go watch this show, please. If you haven't already, please go watch it. Uh, but yeah. Um, so doing my math uh, on the fly, because I kind of knew what the, uh, the final three scores were going to be. Uh, we come out to a total of a fifty-three out of sixty, which averages out to an eight point eight three overall rating. Which
1: that's just to, below pickpocket. That it? is,
5: to my discretion, it or er, disappointment, it is an. 0.03 points below ping pong for our stop, the show ever. stop the count stop the count was gonna say here's the funny thing we have certain people such as shonen bro tyler who would have given this show a 10 out of 10 who yep. couldn't make it tonight and has who is a regular member who didn't make it tonight uh that also has the show out of 10 out of 10 so this definitely would have been our highest rated show ever uh covered in watch club uh, I don't. We're, think we we're add adding K-1 to the
4: podcast. Another seven out of ten.
5: Um, <laughs> she, she's yeah, coming hey, out of the hey, wings.
4: Hey, the hey. hero appears. The hero appears. Yeah, the hero appears. The, I'm, I'm out of no, Miles. You already said to stop the Yeah, he,
5: he made, He's made. <laughs> I can add
2: people that hate anime and give it like a three. So
5: yeah. Well, well, well that no, is wrong. You have, have to watch the show. So that, like, that's incorrect. You have to count all the votes. Every vote must be counted. So therefore, yes, let's get political on this (laughs) podcast. Isn't that what everyone loves? That's what people come to this for. Um, But yeah, no, again, so Violet ends up with an 8.83. I am sad that it is not our highest rated show. However, I am petitioning Miles already to change his vote to an 8, and someday that will happen, and then we will update, and we will be ahead of ping pong. But in the meantime... Let's move on to our nom- our show for next week. So, Miles, what show are we watching over the next two weeks? I'm sure it is of the same production quality as Violet Evergarden. It could so, not be anything less.
4: First, we're going to announce some, because uh, I bothered counting this week, um, legacy points. Um, because last week, what a fucking raffle stomp the vote for Violet Evergarden was. Yes, um, it was. So, in third place... With four points. That's right. We have two shows. We have Grand Blue. And we have Teasing... I don't know. What was it? Teasing, teasing, teasing Master Nagi-san. On. On. That one. I just have it as Teasing in my Excel spreadsheet. Both of those gain a legacy point. Oh, what's this? Second place at five points. We have Paprika. Earning its third legacy point. Wow. Much wow. Um, Staji Cohn is his masterpiece all time legendary director however every generation has a movie or a show that defines them you got Casablanca Schindler's List Spirited Away and then of course you have If Her flag break, <laughs> which is what we're going to be watching <laughs> next time Yes,
5: <laughs> I Next just want. I, watch Club. I want
4: everyone to know that I did this to myself. Has put it out there, and I I petitioned very hard, winning around canvassing votes for this show. Um, this show is like a six point five on Mal.
1: Oh my um, god! Yeah. This is
5: wh- lower yeah. rated than... Is it lower rated in the handshake? No, no, it's not. Hand oh
1: no, handshake is like a five point like four. 4. Oh, yeah. Is it really? That low? It's okay. a point yeah, higher. It, it,
5: oh, but yeah. this could have been nominated for our... For sure. It was, yes, it
4: could have been. And, th- th- yeah. So we're going to find out. Um, Haztick, my favorite Watch Club member, fuck the rest of you, has this show... That's understandable. ...at a 10 out of 10. Pat, I love you. Um and I I think that there there are two possible scores for this show. I'm either gonna give it a two. It's gonna be my first ever two. Um it's gonna make me shut the fuck up about Shield Hero and start bitching about this show. <laughs> <laughs> or or, right after I gave Violet Evergarden a 7, I'm going to give If Her Flag Breaks a 10. Those are the only
0: two possibilities. It's the only yeah. two things that can happen.
4: Yeah, um, had, and Miles will be kicked from his own a a war uh, yeah. And will be <laughs> reported to, uh, to... The Geneva uh, Convention or whatever. Uh, uh, you'll be <laughs> yeah. reported to the UN. But you've already and, violated yeah.
3: that. Like, we should just yeah, take it
4: away. Um, much like Violet, I have violated the Geneva Convention.
3: She's a child. i think she gets like a pass it was she world war one the, the geneva convention war, right? hasn't happened
4: yet yeah exactly um yeah.
5: Fair. her fighting is in itself a violation of the geneva convention um the, the telesis convention true. as her her continent so there we go moving on though that so again that wraps up our discussion of Violet vial and our uh show that we're watching next week if her flag fight- you can watch it on Crunchyroll if you guys want to watch it before we talk about it um but yeah so let's talk about our nominations for next week uh so miles why don't you kick us off what show are you nominating for next week one day our next session
4: one day paprika will get like six or seven votes still but it'll have happened like 34 times so it will win so once again i am nominating paprika
5: there you go. Makes sense. Uh Cat, what about you? What show do you have or movie? So, it's
2: been a while since I've uh since I've come back. Sorry about that people who are no fans of me, which is probably like maybe one. Uh but like I I just got a new job and all that shit. So, I'm still trying to get acclimated to it. Uh, but the show that I would really like to nominate uh, is called 91 days oh I'm nice. Sure i I'm not sure if I've uh, if I've nominated it before but I haven't watched it and I' heard and I've heard a lot about it being a lot like Bacchano. Uh so I'm nominating 91 days
4: right on well, you, you just made happy not vote for it so <laughs>
5: <laughs> uh yeah all right so there we go uh let's let's move on uh happy what have you got for us uh i'm assuming not Bakuno season two when season two
0: when yeah go ahead oh. <laughs> oh, no. Tokyo godfathers tokyo oh.
4: godfathers
0: okay what? Was oh, another
4: another satoshi kone
0: film what? Well, yeah, because it's 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 December. Beca- it's Christmas. Yes, it's Christmas time. It. Oh, Thank okay. you,
5: Happy. I was gonna suggest that we do like a Christmas. I Ant-Man. thought you were gonna do
0: Fate because of the
1: Sog. Uh-huh. Well, we I can't do consider... Fate
3: because
1: it's twenty-four. Do they sing I, I of
3: consider...
1: Fate? it's the Potteru Potteru whatever beam. Yeah.
3: Oh God. I I oh, yeah.
0: I, I considered oh, doing oh, yeah, with Fate spin-off, but then I decided not to. Oh God, that's Christmas.
4: supposed to be so good though. Oh God. Well, you can nominate <laughs> it, positive, like... Yeah, I'll get to it in 36 episodes once Paprika
5: wins. Once Paprika wins, there you go. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, Johnny, what,
3: Johnny, what right. have you got? So, if we're trying to break the record for the lowest-rated show here, I think I'm going to break it with this one. Uh, okay, I'm it's probably thing. exaggerating, but... So, my uh, nomination for this week is going to be... Uh, it's Unibio Love and Delusions oh boy that has a yeah. high rating what are you talking about yeah.
5: yep easily one of the most popular shows yeah. oh, I, think oh, he mean, uh, I think he meant i think he meant like within our podcast oh okay right. Right. oh yeah most definitely oh. fair enough uh i have never seen it i don't it like a, studios, yeah but that that is the show to go to for them so that's a fair that's a yeah that's a, i respect that recommendation or nomination. it seems self-aware
4: uh so oh it's only a seven six that's not super high for what we nom usually yeah um mm.
5: I assumed it would be higher. I apologize, it's not, Johnny.
3: It's not that high. Very popular, yeah. though.
5: Uh, but is. yeah, alright. It is a very fami- like famous show. Um, Pete, what have you got? Uh, for, and that's not a bad thing, though, Johnny. But yeah, so Pete, what have you got?
1: Yeah, so I wanted to mix it up this week, and I changed my nomination every time we do it. So this time, I want to go through the list to make sure that we haven't done an ecchi show, and we haven't. I checked Handshakers is not an ecchi, and, uh, Bake Monogatri is technically not ecchi. So I am going to nominate one of the best ecchies, one of the best comedies anime has ever made. And I am nominating Prison
5: School. Oh, baby. There we go. I hate that. That should be fun. Uh, uh, I also. I think. <laughs> I think that'll be a great time if we ended up doing a show on that. Um, but yeah, I'm looking too. this. Yeah, this If Her Flag Breaks doesn't count as an etchy either, uh, even though apparently it's I checked. It does not. <laughs> nope. Harem romance school comedy. So yeah, here we are. Um, uh, yeah, there we go. So uh, I guess uh, is, what day is today? Today is the 30th of November. It is starting to get to be that time of the year where everyone is uh when hockey is usually back on when the you know the ponds are freezing over it's christmas time you're getting all those good vibes you know the winter winter is here my favorite time of the year and because we don't have a hockey anime yet uh, uh, please when will that ever happen how sick that would be what? a hockey anime <sighs> oh my god Pat, i want it
1: real quick it's a callback to our protest episode where I petitioned for a hockey anime, go back and listen to it.
5: Yes! No, I, I, we we did this... Didn't we do this uh, also during our um, our predictions episode? Oh, for you're the right. summer? Yeah, give us a fucking hockey anime, eh? Go, I need some hockey in my life. Oi, again. mate. Like, Oi! Uh, like, God, fuck, bro. Uh, That's not a knife. What are you guys doing?
1: <laughs> yeah, Put a shrimp song. on the barbie. Yeah,
5: no, yeah. Yeah. Um... I don't know. I've, I've been watching too much Letterkenny as well lately, and, and maybe that's why my, I, I can hear the Canadian in my, in my head. But anyways, since we don't have hockey anime, the next best thing, and also a show that's on my watch list, I'm going to go to the figure skating rink. You know, the people that we usually made fun of in the hockey lock room, and we're going to watch Yuri on Ice. Or that is my nomination, at least. I, wanna, I want to watch Yuri on Ice and experience what you know it comes up on my spotify so all the time you know born to make history boys the like num- what is what are they born to make history the
1: number 2 about? op of all time history maker yep. from yurianais i will yes.
4: say the only anime that has ever made me cry is Yuri on Ice*. I know, and JJ. yeah. So your
5: your your thing about crying though wasn't an actual crying moment, but fair enough. Uh, was what? It? I think that it was...
4: was absolutely a crying oh, moment. Oh, it was
5: it, okay. Then maybe I'll cry to it too. I, but I thought the I, when it, you it, mentioned it, it last night when we were talking about it, Pete laughed. So that oh, made it me well think that it because a uh,
4: so you'll see the character that you'll be like, oh my god, that's so Miles, and then you JJ. might jump out of a window. Uh, <laughs> but um yeah it, it finger, was be- yeah. it was like i was so happy and like proud and like relieved for someone that i was brought to tears
5: yeah uh <laughs> but yeah so yuri on ice that'll be uh that's my my nomination i'm hoping we can watch it get in that winter mood uh maybe next week we'll talk about it maybe doing a uh a, a winter or christmas nomination since that'll be I believe our episode will probably be uh, sometime near New Year's. Yeah, Eve. a week uh, before
1: Christmas, it would be.
5: Uh, yeah, it, it would It'd be. be like, yeah, the, the, yeah, that would be the episode that we'd be nominating Correct. for at least. Yeah. Uh, so there we go. Uh, so, yeah, thank you again for joining us for Watch Club. Uh, you know, Miles and I appreciate uh, everyone that's joined us to discuss today. And uh, Pete, why don't you take it away and close yeah. Us out?
1: Yeah, so, yeah, thanks again for everybody. We are now affiliated with Books A Million. If you're looking to buy physical copies of manga, light novels, uh, regular books for some reason, uh, use our affiliate link in the comments below. Buy Violet uh, Evergard. You can buy Violet Evergard. They have a yeah. buy two, get the third free right now. And if you use our link, uh, you help the brand. So, consider using that we're also on twitter what do you say annie that's what you say a and i on twitter links also in the description below enjoy our discord it's fun we talk about stuff and we have discussions so come on you want
4: to come tell me why i'm wrong about violet evergarden do it
1: just at miles just Just at miles and uh yell at him and i will promote you to a mod so
5: yeah Yeah, is that that. why i'm a mod yeah there we go let's go baby
1: well than that thank you so much and we'll see you next time